Winnie the Pooh: The Little Things in Life is a book that, as the title suggests, reminds us that it's the little things in life that make some of the biggest differences. Little pleasures, little efforts, little acts of kindness, like little everyday journeys. Brief breaks, a quick look around our surroundings, small hopes, a pinch of salt, a drop of honey, a fun day spent with friends, a memory of shared times. Too often, we forget to enjoy those little everyday joys in life because we're either too busy chasing after something bigger, or waiting for something bigger to come our way. So here's a reminder: enjoy the little things in life, because one day you may look back and realize that they were the big things. This is Hedim, and today's Wonder Hours starts now. Welcome to Wonder Hours with Hedim on KBS World Radio. We started today's show with Ive and their song "Kitch." Yep, that's the book I translated, the one that was released earlier this week, and the one we'll be sending out as a prize by draw for the lucky few of those who enter our ongoing social media event. And I really do love the message of the book. It's so true. We always get so swept up with our responsibilities and goals that we overlook the little joys we could be enjoying every day that are right under our nose. We forget things like hmm, how looking forward to something pleasant can be pleasant in itself, or that a thing doesn't have to be valuable to be precious to us, or that reading a book with the sweetest illustrations could make us smile. So yes, I just wanted to give you an extra reminder that those little joys are waiting to be enjoyed by you, and also that our social media event is still ongoing if you haven't taken part just yet. And speaking of social media, our daily shoutout segment "Tell Me" is coming up in just a moment. And since today's show has been pre-recorded, I'll share with you some of the messages and requests that we've received earlier. If you leave any messages today, I'll share them on the air the next chance I get. So write in any time you'd like. You can message me using the KBS Kong app, or by leaving a comment on our post on Instagram at KBS One Fine Day, or on Facebook at facebook.com/slash/EnglishKBS. If you're streaming us via YouTube at youtube.com/slash/KBSWorldEnglish, you can leave your messages there as well. And if you have a Korean phone number, you can also send a text message at sharp eight one five zero. A regular SMS text will cost fifty one, and a long text or an MMS message will cost one hundred one per text. After tell me, we've got so hot coming up, which is when we'll take a look at some of the past chart toppers from both Korea and abroad. And then after that, I'll also play my personal pick for you during DJ Lim Drop the Beat. In the second hour of the show, we will be joined by music critic and ethnomusicologist Kim Youngdae in the studio for a trip down memory lane. So stay tuned. And without further ado, I'll be right back with today's Tell Me after a song break. Here is Peppertones with 행운을 빌어요. Good luck to you.
You don't have to tell me you love me. You don't have to tell me you've been waiting for me. But please do tell me something about yourself. Tell me something funny that's happened to you today. Tell me what you're thinking or how you're feeling. Tell me anything that's on your mind that you feel like sharing. And while at it, tell me which songs you want to hear too. Won't you? A sayon in the world of Korean radio is a story or an anecdote that the listeners send in to have shared on air. It's what transforms this usually one-way medium into a means of communication and connection, allowing us to be on the same wavelength. Today, I want to start by sharing an email we received from a long-time listener of KBS World Radio. Here is what Mr. Okayasu Satoshi wrote. Dear DJ Hedim, Happy Lunar New Year! Greetings from Japan! I'm writing to your program for the first time. This is my first email to KBS English Service in about 20 years. 20 years! Wow! 오랜만이에요. This weekend in Tokyo, I noticed many tourists from Korea. Come to think of it, it's been a New Year's holiday in Korea, hasn't it? I came across a Korean poem about New Year's Day on the web and was moved by its meaning thanks to a translation tool. And the Korean poem he shared roughly translate like this in English. The world may be treacherous and heartless, but the world is a place worth living in. As you add another ear to your age, think of ways to be kinder and wiser. Then Mr. Okayasu asked me to share any favorite New Year's quotes with my listeners and wrote, I wish you and the KBS staff a brilliant year ahead. Wow. First and foremost, thank you so much, Mr. Okayasu, for emailing to wish as well, and also for sharing such a wonderful, beautiful Korean poem with us. And even though the Lunar New Year is not celebrated in Japan, 2024 is still quite new, so I will also wish you a happy and brilliant New Year on behalf of our team. Thank you so much once again. Secondly, I don't think I've ever really given much thought about a New Year's quote until now. So I looked some up online and found a few like these. Write it on your heart that every day is the best day in the year. You do not find a happy life. You make it. Or there are far better things ahead than any we leave behind. Mm -hmm. With the new day comes new strength and new thoughts. Wow. I think I'll keep an eye out from now on to see if I find anything else that feels closer to my heart. Thank you for the inspiration. Kay Swart wrote, Korea, that's what's on my mind. Can't wait to see all the cherry blossom. We should have been there in 2020, but had to change cause of COVID. So went summer 2022 instead. This year, we're coming third week of March for our second visit to Korea. So excited. Ooh, that's awesome. That's definitely a great time for a visit. Good choice. And now taking a look at some song requests. Sang Re is free, wrote, I want to request Park Jonghyun, 사랑이 올까요? WG World Cafe wrote, DJ Herim, congratulations on publishing your second translation work, 곰돌이 푸, 단순한 행복. 
Mine's supposed to arrive around tomorrow, and I can't wait to read it. You're a singer, actress, author, and DJ, among others. With cheers to ever so multi-talented DJ Herim's other main jobs, I want to request singer Herim and Bernard Park's song, 니가 보인다. Oh, this song. Haven't heard this in a while. <laughs> well, thank you so much. Yes, I do have a lot of main jobs. Hmm. I wouldn't be where I am today without you. So again, thank you so much for your love and support always. And we're going to listen to these two songs right now. We'll start with 사랑이 올까요? Love Come Back by Park Jonghyun, Lena Park. And after that, 니가 보인다 with you by Hedim and Bernard Park. We just heard 니가 보인다 with you by Bernard Park and myself. And before that, it was Park Jonghyun 선배님 or Lena Park and her song 사랑이 올까요? Love Come Back. If you want to share your sayon on the show, don't hesitate to leave a message. If you're tuning in via the KBS Kong app, you can leave a message on the chat board. If you're in Korea, you can send me a text message at sharp8150. If you're on Instagram, leave your sayon as a comment on our post at KBS One Fine Day. You can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash KBS English Service. And on YouTube, you can search for KBS World English. Now it's time for another song break, and when we come back, we'll take a look at some music charts from the past. Let's listen to Yungon and their song, 우리 둘만 아는, Only We Know. Songs have the power to move us through time. And more often than not, it only takes a song from the past to take us back. Back to the days when we used to listen to the song on a loop. Or back to the days when the song was just so hot. It's time for us to go back in time and listen to some of the hottest songs of a random week according to the charts. Today we're going to go back to the fourth week of May 2016. The most popular song of the week in Korea was Cheer Up by Twice. It's a little hard to believe, but Twice was formed over eight years ago already. In late 2015, through an audition program on TV. Producer JYP gave their name, saying they will be able to move people twice, once through the ears and once through the eyes. This nine-piece multinational girl group started out by setting some YouTube records with their debut song, Uwa Hage. And with the release of Cheer Up, which was the title track of their second mini-album, they went on to set all sorts of records, left and right. Just to name a few, with this song, Twice became the first K-pop girl group to have a song debut at number one. The song also became the number one song of the month on all the local streaming platforms available at the time. It was also later named the song of the year on several major platforms and also became the first K-pop song to be streamed over 100 million times. Wow. Here is a little bit of the song's famous lyrics. I'm sorry I missed your call earlier. I was shy, shy, shy because I was with a friend. I'm sorry I can't see you right now. I'll call you later. Don't press B. 
before long. I'll let you call me baby. It's still a little too early for you to have my heart, but I will show you a little more. Cheer up, baby. Cheer up, baby. <laughs> yep, and an equally happy song topped the U.S. singles charts in the same week. The number one song on the Billboard Hot 100 back then was Can't Stop the Feeling by American pop artist Justin Timberlake. The song was a part of the soundtrack album for the 2016 animated movie Trolls, for which the singer also voiced a leading character and served as the executive music producer. This song also debuted at number one in the U.S. and reached the top of singles charts in 18 other countries as well. And the song goes like this. I got this feeling inside my bones. It goes electric, wavy when I turn it on. All through my city, all through my home, we're flying up, no ceiling, when we in our zone. I got that sunshine in my pocket, got that good soul in my feet. I feel that hot blood in my body when it drops. I can't take my eyes up off it. Moving so phenomenally, room on lock, the way we rock it, so don't stop. All right, let's listen to these feel-good songs right now. Cheer Up by Twice, followed by Can't Stop the Feeling by Justin Timberlake. Back when the Wonder Girls were always on the move, with all of us girls crammed into our van, whether we were feeling all giddy and giggly or just exhausted and groggy, one of the members would always end up saying the magic words that would have me think of a song to play. And those magic words were, Hey DJ Lim, drop the beat. Those words still bring songs into my mind, and I would like to share at least one of those with you each day. My pick for today is Han Saram, One Person by Hogak. Hogak made his debut in 2010 as the winner of a TV audition program. On the program, judges described him as the singer who sings K ballads in the most textbook style. Although at the time it was said as both a pro and a con, today I think it's safe to say he's gone beyond the textbook style and has become one of the top balladeers. Personally, I'm a big fan of his, and I even went to his concert several times. Oh, it was so good. His songs never get old. And as for his song Han Saram, One Person, it was released in 2012 as a part of the soundtrack to the KBS drama Big. I love the chorus part of this song, Ooh, and the lyrics are so beautiful too. Let me share my favorite part with you. I love you. I'll be with you until that pain. The one person who made me smile in this dark world. If it is hard for you to come, just stay, and I'll go to you. Hmm, so beautiful. All right, here is the song right now. Han Saram, One Person by Hogak. That was Han Saram, One Person by Hogak. Oh, what a beautiful song. I remember going to his concert and wow, his live performance is so much better. You guys have to check it out someday. Love Hogak. Anyways, this brings us to the end of the first Wonder Hour of the day. In the second hour of today's show... 
Music critic and ethnomusicologist Mr. Kim Young-dae will be here to talk about some wonderful songs from his and our younger days. So don't change the channel. For now, I'll wrap up the first half of the show with Chushik and his song, 너를 생각해, Think About You. Hi guys, I'm Julian and you're listening to Wonder Hours with Herim on KBS World Radio. Welcome to the second half of Wonder Hours with Herim on KBS World Radio. Music critic Kim Young-dae will be here in the studio with me in just a moment for our Friday segment, Young-dae's Younger Days. But before we move on, let me quickly remind you about the many different ways you can tune into our program. Listen to Wonder Hours from 5.10 p.m. Korea time, Monday through Friday, February 16, via our mobile apps, Kong and KBS World Radio On Air, both of which you can download for free. You can also stream us on our website at world.kbs.co.kr or on YouTube, youtube.com slash at KBS World English. Also, last but not least, you can catch us on shortwave radio as well. You can also catch our past episodes online. You can either stream them on our website or download them as podcast. But please note that the songs we play on the show are not included on those due to copyright reasons. Speaking of songs, let's listen to some more while Yongdae gets settled in. First up is Triple S with Rising. After that, we'll listen to Zero Bass One and their song, Kashi, Crush. Hey, yo, you wanna dance? With thousands of new songs released each day, it's easy to forget about the good old gems we used to enjoy in our younger days. But if we could remind ourselves of the feelings we had the first time we met them, if we could rediscover that thrill, we just might fall in love with them all over again. And to help us do just that, music critic and ethnomusicologist Kim Young-dae joins us in the studio for our Friday segment, Young-dae's Younger Days. Hi! Hi. Welcome back. How Uh, was your holiday? I actually worked at Uh. uh, uh, the the day of um, 설날. It's been pretty normal these days uh, since I I started my radio show. It's Mm. uh, it's a weekend special, so um, it normally overlaps... With uh, a lot of holidays, the, the Christmas Eve, ah, Christmas Day, or New Year's Eve, New mm. Year's Day. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm I'm getting used to it, uh, mm. but but I hate it honestly. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, well, what should I do? So, um, yeah, I'm I'm just accepting the the situation. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but um, we we uh, we did um, 차례 제사. Ah, and, yeah. yeah, and. Uh, did you eat, yeah, and, eat and that lot. was it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it. I didn't do any Myeongjeol work. 
My like, my my wife did. Uh, <laughs> I didn't. It's usually I, the the woman's work. Uh, yeah, I was really helpful, but uh-huh. um, because I had to do my my job. Yeah, you were yeah, still working. So mm-hmm. yeah, so I'm, uh, I made dumplings. Dumplings. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mandu chikchak. What what? So what what style? I mean, the shapes should be different. Really? Depending uh, on your just a normal your style. My mother-in-law, style? she yeah. she's a really good cook. So yeah. she would make all the the ingredients, and I just yeah. you know did the fun part. Have you seen the <laughs> dumpling that the kind of round round shape dumpling? Mm, I don't so think usually so. like like more kind of flat kind of thing. Yeah. Right? Then you you could just just bend. Oh yeah yeah that's the, the one I, I made. Uh, oh, I, I that's made. actually northern style. Mm. Yeah, it's it originated in. Uh, North Korea oh, really? and China. Ah. Yeah, so that's a quite north, northern style in, 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 uh, in, within the Korean Peninsula. Mm. Southern style, they don't, they, they, they would not bend. <gasps> really? Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. So I've been making northern style yeah. mandu. But if I'm wrong, don't, don't call me. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> that's I just see. my knowledge. Because I'm right. my, uh-huh. my father's mm. side. So my, you know, Kim Kim's family is yes. located in uh, Paju, kind of uh, north, right? Uh, so, mm-hmm. so I, I know that uh, I know that, you know, that kind of style uh-huh. is, is the kind of regional thing. I see. I I know they have their uh, the northern style mandu. Yeah. Like, I, I forgot what it's called. They yeah, have yeah, yeah, name. yeah. Hmm. Yeah, it could be different. But but at the I si- tried it. It's really yeah, good. At the, yeah. At the same time. The mandukku, mm-hmm. you know, tteokguk. We, we yes, say tteokguk, yes, right? Tteokguk. So in southern part of Korea, they usually make tteokguk with, uh, only with tteok, ah, not mandu. Really? Ooh. Yeah. So mandu, tteokguk with mandu kind of thing. So tteok mm. mandu is a kind of northern style. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. I love tteokguk with the dumpling. Yeah, yeah. That's Without kind it, it of, feels kind of, mm, something's missing. Yeah, that's... That's uh, at least Seoul and uh, northern part of Korea, mm, Korean style. I see. Yeah. I didn't know they had style. Yeah, southern, southern, they southerners. Mm. <laughs> we don't usually call it southerners, but uh, southerners, <laughs> southern Korean, they don't make a lot of mandu. They ah. mostly have dog instead of. A lot mm. of mandu. That's interesting. Anyway. Yeah, well, I hope you uh, had a lot of good duck uh, <laughs> mandu. I really, your, I holidays. really love mandu guk, duck guk. With kimchi. You know, with kimchi. Mm, That's yummy, it. Yummy. And, and kim... I just had that last night for yeah. dinner. Anyways. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's move on to the song. Sure. What did you bring for us today? Okay. I We usually go back, but uh, we... We will go way back this time. Mm, yeah, I don't so, recognize many songs here. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's pretty sure. I mean, you are definitely from a different generation. So you're, you're Wonder Girls. So Wonder Girls is considered, are considered the second generation of K-pop. Yes. We have a third generation, which is like Blackpink, mm-hmm. Twice, and BTS and other guys. And uh, we now have fourth generations going mm. on, uh, which is New Jeans, like Ive, Le Seraphim, and Mix. Mm. And, well, we have new five generation also, <gasps> like um, Rise, you know, Boy Next Door. Wow. Um, well, those so kind of newcomers. Yeah, fifth wow. generation. But we're now talking about, we will talk about the zero generation mm. K-pop. 
Mm. Not even so first generation. Way back. way back. So first generation should be, um, you know, uh, guys like HOT, j a c k s k i s GOD, or girl groups like uh, Finkel, SES, SES uh, Baby Vox. Mm. But we, today we will talk about what about the zero generation? Hmm. Did we have boy groups and girl groups or idols? even before the first generation. Hmm. Sure we have. So um, I, I picked some, some good old gems that we now, you know, consider as kind of zero generation or the earlier phase uh-huh. of K-pop idol music. I see. Well, what is the first song that you have for us? Probably the first official boy band uh, in, in K-pop, mm-hmm. modern days, which is Sobangcha, Fire Truck. Mm-hmm. Huh. Sobangcha, yeah, three-member boy group. The interesting fact uh, about this zero generation is that why why I the, the the reason why I call this zero generation is that it's not really a system. It was not really a system mm-hmm. or kind of substantial industry, but they still have a lot of commonalities. They still have a lot of. like a common features of K-pop or idol music mm. uh, in terms of the, the, the members' style, you know, performance and things like that. So this group, Sobangcha, mm. what makes this group as a zero generation of K-pop is that they're all dancers, oh. even before they became singers. You know what I, I mean? Uh, oh. They were not really singers at the time they were recruited. They were dancers, mm. really good dancers. They were part of the, this KBS dance crews at the time. Really? Called Jakkung. <laughs> yeah, Jakkung wow. consists of a lot of members. You know, it's a, it's a broadcasting kind of dance crew. So they're like 20, 30, 40. So Jakkung was a dance crew. Dance crew, dance crew. Oh, yeah. in KBS. In KBS. Interesting. Yeah. That, and the three of the members, three of the Jakung members mm. were picked up by, the, by the, the manager at the time, producer. Oh. And they were trained as, a, as a legitimate boy bands. Ooh, yeah, yeah, that sounds just like yeah, how yeah. idols that's why, train. That's why still they're, they're still part of K-pop, the, the history. Mm. And, uh, and the song, one of the most popular hits at the time was the song that I uh, picked uh, today, Tong Ha Jung. Uh, on the phone. Yeah, or uh, as the lyric says, the line is busy, the line is busy. That's actually <laughs> how, how I learned the phrase, the line is busy. They say it in yeah, English. Yeah, they say it. They It's say, English. Yeah, English. <gasps> the line Ooh. is busy. Yeah, yeah. That's a very iconic line. Mm, yeah. Interesting. <laughs> so this is their most popular song. One of. One, one of, of the most popular hmm. hits. Ooh. Should we listen oh, to yeah. it right, right now? Yeah, sure. I'm so curious to hear that line. The of line course. is busy. The line is busy. <laughs> Actually, the back, backup singers hmm. uh, sang that part, the female backup singers. But I anyway, okay. it was so iconic. <laughs> All right, let's hear it right now. It's Sobang Cha and their song Tong Ha Jung on the phone. We just listened to Sobang Cha and their song Tong Ha Jung on the phone. Ooh. The line is busy. <laughs> How's that? Finally heard it. Hmm. What do you think? It's like disco, old disco. Yeah, yeah. 80s club, roller skating. Absolutely. Kind of arena song type Hmm. of. And I love the story behind it. Yeah. It really draws a picture about a guy calling. I picked up the phone, Mm -hmm. I called you, but your your mind. Mm, Your heart is. Your heart heart is, was busy. Uh. (laughs) 
<laughs> you're <laughs> very you're, poetic. Yeah,、mm. your line, your the line was busy.、Mm, always online. Yeah, always on the phone. On the phone, busy, yeah, with, busy with some other guys. I mean,、uh, you not, never not have time for me. Not literally.、Mm. Yeah, yeah. I'm always yeah. calling you, but you're not there. Yeah, your yeah, heart yeah. is not there. Not there. <laughs> wow,、mm. so dramatic. I'm curious about how they <laughs> performed the song. Like their their dance must have been super fun. And I mean, at the time, their dance like moves and choreography in general was、mm. considered very shocking、mm. because they actually moved.、Uh-huh. You know, before Sobangcha, a lot of dance music was just playing, and the singers were just standing there still、mm-hmm. singing the song, and the dance crews were usually dancing. Right. You know, not not the singers, but what makes Sobangcha different from other guys is that they were actually dancing and they're really while good singing.、Oh. Yeah, maybe they're not the best best singers, but but they're really good dancers.、Mm. And, and that, yeah, I think that that's a primary reason、mm. why we call them K-pop. I mean, K-pop is usually more about the whole performance、mm. rather than the I mean individual like、uh, talents or parts, and、uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, for that reason, Subangsha was sensational. You know,、uh, everywhere you go as a, as a kid, as a teenager, you would see a lot of like young kids and、um, you know boys and girls dancing to the song. Yeah, dancing、mm. the exact same choreography, dan-、ah. dancing to the song, and it was、uh, such a phenomenal wow you know thing. They're、um, definitely the pioneer of K-pop. Absolutely, absolutely. Way before Sotejiwai. Well,、uh, it's actually. Four years. Four years. Yeah,、before. four years apart.、Oh. Uh, so yeah, I think they're pre, pre, pretty, pretty early, right?、Mm. Um, and、uh, I mean, you definitely have to consider the fact that we didn't have any system,、right. legitimate system、mm. or agency label, QXA. They were just like three, three guys and the manager,、mm-hmm. and some some composer, outside composer,、uh-huh. and and that was it. But still, they still make a kind of、wow. pave the way for a lot of like a newcomers. They still managed to do so well. Yeah, because、hmm. I mean that that the fact that the, the the whole like dance moves and choreography, it, it was such a wonderful thing to see.、Mm. Actually, you know the、uh, kind of acrobatic moves and you know they they also did yeah, acrobatic yeah, moves. Yeah, wow, they just jump and.、Uh, You know, I thought it was a recent thing when, like, two p.m. and God Seven started doing yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then it happened it way, before. way, way before. I see. All right. Well, sh- shall we move on to the next song? Sure. What's the next song you have for us?、Um, to put it simply, Korean Michael Jackson. Ooh. When we say the exact same word these days, it probably it would probably mean. Jungkook or、uh, BTS. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah. So maybe <laughs> Jungkook is a new Korean Michael Jackson. Yes. But back in the day,、mm-hmm. especially 1988,、uh, when you say Korean Michael Jackson, it's, it's it? him, Park、uh, Nam Jung. Park Nam Jung. Yeah, Park Nam Jung is a such a pioneer. He he is not part of any group. He he was just a, a solo artist. Solo artist, and he's right from the underground b-boy scene. B boy, he was a、yeah, B boy. He was B boy. Wow. He was、uh, he was such a master of the、uh, kind of robot dance and uh, and uh, ro- uh, the locking、oh. and the、uh, B boying. So he was a part of the. Have you heard of the the term Itaewon Club kind of hip hop scene?、Mm. It, it was a kind of like a first <laughs> phase of Korean hip hop. So a lot of like underground dance 
dance, uh, dancers and the B-boys along with some American GIs and mm. their families. They, they just... You know, dance together at the Itaon area, at the nightclub, and uh, and uh, uh. including the, the the very famous Moon Moonlight, mm. uh, which is a kind of cradle of Korean hip hop. So see. they just started to dance to the to the American hip hop song and the Herbie Hancock and the other jazz tunes, and uh, they slowly developed the Korean style of b boying, hip hop mm. culture. And uh, and the whole uh, like like the, the dance music scene mm. and Bang Namjuk was was OG, like ah. uh, the original <laughs> member of that kind of Korean b-boy scene. Oh, and, but see. but also, he was a fantastic singer. Mm. That's why he, he was actually picked up and that's by, why... by the producer ah. because he was an amazing dancer, but he was exceptional singer. Wow! Yeah, what for, a talented for, artist. Yeah, for dancers. So he made uh, just a series of a series of mega hits, and uh, this song that I picked today yes. is uh, "P.S. Chinalder." They passed by the rain. Mm-hmm. It's probably the most complete and most legitimate um, personal homage of him to to his idol Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the song is "New Jack Swing." It it, it was a hip hop at the time, so eighties hip hop, "New Jack Swing." And the whole kind of synthesizer programming and uh, amazing dance skills and uh, his breathing, the, the singing style, everything. Everything about him is such a such an MJ-like mm. uh, so performance. He, he was very inspired by Michael Jackson. Absolutely. I think mm. he is, you know, a lifetime hero and uh, everything. Everything about his just little moves. And the singing style, the song composition, everything about his music was heavily inspired by the one and only Michael Jackson. All right, well, let's listen to it sure. right now. Park Nam Jung, P.S. Days Pass By the Rain. We just listened to Park Nam Jung and his song P.S. Days Passed by the Rain. Wow. Interesting, huh? Interesting. There's a lot going on in the song. You know, on, on the song Tong Ha Jung by So Bang Cha. Mm-hmm. The, the, the line was busy, right? Yes. This song, the song is very busy. Right, I agree. That's what we call remix. Mm. Uh, the the hip hop was, was, was started with the, all the, the kind of DJing technique, right? Yes. The underground DJ uh, with their own kind of like a very weird DJing technique. You know, sometimes it's called transformers because the, the whole... The, the 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 sound was was the sound of like a transformer robot in mm. transforming kind of right it goes like from that. this to yeah, that yeah wow. that's what it called remix and uh, it was kind of earlier kind of prototype of Korean hip hop it's amazing how so many sounds can come together yeah. and make and create such wonderful harmony I well whether you like it, like it or not uh, this song. You definitely have to admit that this is such an ambitious, mm-hmm. very ambitious effort. I agree. Right? He put a lot of probably the, <laughs> all the ingredients that he wanted to incorporate, mm-hmm. like the, all the DJing technique, kind of scratching. And I can feel his passion in this song, in just this one song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I truly believe. I still believe that he himself, at the time, believed that he did it. He made it. I mean, he he changed the game, or uh-huh. he 
kind of conquer the scene. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, someone took over. <gasps> the song was exactly was exact, uh, released exactly the same year as h a k e j i w a Idol's debut. Oh. Yeah, it was so unfortunate. I, 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 I'm, I'm still sorry for Bang Namjong. As a, the timing as a, is everything, they say. Timing is everything. Mm. I mean, he finally made the, the I mean, once-in-a-lifetime kind of effort <laughs> in just one song, which is P.S. c h i n a l d e But the young kids like, like me at the time, they just... their, their eyes were already turning you know, toward the different sides oh. of Korean pop music, which is s o t e j u w a i d e Well, thank you so much for bringing in this song <laughs> yeah. to remind us one more It time was, how amazing this song yeah, is. Yeah, it's an amazing song. Mm-hmm. I, 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 well, personally, I consider this song as one of the top 10 mm. um, Korean K-pop dance music of all time oh. in terms of the kind of integrity and uh, kind of experimental uh, aspect mm. and the whole kind of, you know, the complete... completeness completeness mm-hmm. of the song yes so yeah i i i'm i'm pretty happy that you 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 like the song yes too. thank you for bringing it it in sure <laughs> all right if you're tuning in we're joined by music critic kim myung-dae right now who's here to share some k-pop classics from our younger days what is the next song that you have for us okay so we had s o b a n g c h a and b a n g n a m j o n g so yes. Uh, back in the 80s, late 80s, 87, 88, three different artists from, with the s- almost same backgrounds you know, came to the scene almost at the same time. Hmm. Well, not simultaneously, but almost at the same time. So boy, the first boy group, Sobangcha, Korean Michael Jackson, p a n g Namjong, and yes. there, there was Korean Madonna. Oh. Yeah, which was Kim Hwanson. Oh. Yeah, I mean, she's still around and uh, she still makes an amazing you know, performance. Uh, I just amazing. can't believe that she's. Uh, well, she made a debut when she was 16. So I, I, was she only 16? Yeah, that was only oh. 16. Well, she actually um, had, had, um, had a you know, dancer's career even before then. No wonder she's such a great dancer. Yeah, she was 14, 13 when mm. she became a. One of the backup dancers of legendary Insuni, Sonsengim. I see. Yeah. There was a, there was a da- dance crew called Insuni uh, Rhythm Touch. Oh, really? Yeah, Insuni. Ah. Insuni her, herself had a, her own dance crews, which was Rhythm Touch. And one of the members, one of the promising members of Rhythm Touch was Kim Hwansan. Wow. 14, 15. That's amazing. Yeah. When she was just only just yeah. 15 And, years uh, old. Wow. She, um, she had um, several years for, uh, to prepare for the uh, solo debut as mm-hmm. a singer. Because, um, mm-hmm. she, no, she, her dancing skill was already proven. But the singing and the other aspects, so she prepared just, just properly mm-hmm. under the, 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 the guidance of the wonderful musicians and the producers. Mm-hmm. And finally, she made a debut in 1986, I believe. Um, then she, she just made some... some great splashes. I saw her recent performance and I was so surprised by her energy and she can still, she nailed it. She can still do all the dance moves and sing like that. I mean, Mm. she's, 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 you know, one thing is for sure. I mean, she's not normal. (laughs) (laughs) She's very exceptional. I've met her once in person and Uh she's also a very sweet person. Yeah. Mm, Yeah. Super down to earth. Yeah. I Amazing the mm. the man the self management yes yes 
uh, the the whole looks and the, the, the physical, the, right? The her body. concept, yeah, concept, everything. She is definitely, like you said, yeah. the Madonna of Korea, right? Right. And the song that you have for us today, this is her most popular song, greatest song. I love this song too of Kim Han Sun's career. And IU made a remake of this yeah. song too. I yeah. love that version. Yeah, of, the as song well. was covered. Uh, many times by many different artists. I use Virgin might be the most popular one. Yes. But uh, nothing uh, could surpass the original right. Virgin. And uh, if, if you listen to the song, the song was released in nine, the year of 1990. Mm. And the different era, different decade would uh, mean a different sound. So if you remember the sound of Sobang Cha Tong Ajung and Bang Nam Jung BS you would definitely hear an iconic 80s drums and instrumental yeah uh, but if you listen wh- when you listen to the song you could just instantly recognize the iconic 90s drum machine and the mm. hard-hitting sound so if you like okay so if you compare Bang Nam Jung to the Michael Jackson it was 80s Michael Jackson but mm-hmm. this you can definitely hear 90s Madonna 90s Michael Jackson with amazing computer programming and sequencing. So the song itself, I mean, sonically, it was the um, new era. Mm. And this song is still loved by so many people. I I think that's why. Mm -hmm. The song was so ahead of of, of its time. I think so. It never gets old. It's still very relevant, very relevant. And uh, it made a huge impact commercially, culturally, on Korean pop music. Yeah, the song itself and the performance, the concept, yeah. everything was just so and perfect. And the iconic, like, that, that was oh. it. I mean, the very, oh. you know, this, this short sequence. But um, it was, yeah, and the uh, iconic Roger Rabbit dance. Like, oh, yeah, 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 the dance, <laughs> yeah. The, the catchy dance. Yeah, movie. yeah, the only <laughs> dance I could, I could successfully, you know, manage to do would be... Roger Rabbit dance oh. and New Jack Swing. Anyway. <laughs> All right, let's listen to it right now. Sure. It is Kim Wan-son and her song, Piero는 우릴 보고 웃지, Piero smiling at us. We just listened to Kim Wan-son and her song, Piero는 우릴 보고 웃지, Piero smiling at us. I remember it was my uh, first year as a middle school student and uh, we had uh, in a picnic. Mm-hmm. A school picnic. Yes. And uh, there was a dance competition. Oh, and, uh, did you some, participate? <laughs> uh, some very pretty um, Nuna. Mm. They, they, were, they were dancing this. I, I still vividly remember that performance, oh. you know, in my head. <laughs> so shocking, you know. Shocking. Kim Hanson's performance, it, it, it's like the, um, sort of like, not real. I mean, she's Kim Hanson. She's a superstar. But, um. The 선배 누나, you know, they were they were real, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're more realistic. Uh-huh. I, I don't know what I'm talking about. So here. when you see, anyway, you always uh, bump into at school. I don't know. <laughs> Again, I don't, I don't know what I'm talking about. But uh-huh. um, sh- they're more realistic option. Mm-hmm. I know. Option, I, I option. feel you. I, I, I think so... I know what you mean. Uh-huh. <laughs> so they're, they're more they're, real to me. Yeah, they're closer <laughs> to you. You know them in person. Not even close, but um. In my head, there are more. Oh God! <laughs> What's the word? Getting I worse, can't even getting worse. <laughs> Okay, again, very realistic, mm-hmm. more real. Yes. Than Kim Hanson, right? 
So the f- performance they did, uh-huh. uh, not Kim Han-san, it was such a wonderful memory. You know? One, uh, so it was shocking in a good way. Good, good way. Oh. Definitely, definitely. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> it never... They didn't disappoint you. No, mm. no, no. It was, That's good. Yeah, it was wonderful. Uh, yeah. Did they also sing the song or just... Lip syncing. They were uh, lip syncing. They only danced to the song. Yeah, but um, it's just it's beautiful clothes and oh. outfits. The, the the whole dancing. I think. Well, now I'm looking back. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure it was really exceptional performance. Yeah. Maybe maybe they're simply pretty or mm-hmm. or uh, cute. I don't know. <laughs> but the whole experience of mm-hmm. watching them. You know the that that do not the, the performing this ah, song piano song was was it was refreshing sh- for a middle school student maybe maybe more more like shocking experience mm, something you've never <laughs> seen something like that before in real life <laughs> and while they were performing what did you did you participate in no the no contest? no I was just no. spectator ah. <laughs> you yeah, were just, uh, just the audience yeah I was mm. I wasn't really I don't know. I was really I popular, or I was just just, just a calm, mm. you know, spectator I... audience. And I love the drum beat of the song. Yeah, that that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. The, the iconic '90s drum machine sound. Definitely <laughs> '80 to the '90s. Yeah, I can feel yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, and different... the sound is more clear. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. They uh, did it. The, the, by the way, the song was composed by Son Muhyun. Uh, uh, he was very capable uh, singer songwriter. He he was re- really cute. He he was kind of idol at the time, but he was guitarist. Oh. And uh, just he was just a sensational like uh, like performer uh, as a guitarist. But uh, he was at the same time very good uh, composer and producer. Mm-hmm. And uh, him and other like a computer. Um, sequencing guy uh, made a kind of team right mm. only for this album and the, including oh, this I song yeah uh, so I, it was really successful yeah i heard from somewhere the kim hansons uh, i think emo the aunt was the uh, the manager at the time and producer oh. uh the sort of like a ceo of the company so she um she did, decided to um not just hire them somewhere another guy not just hire them uh, they rather lock them hmm. <laughs> almost in a cage in a house in a, in, in the office uh-huh. for for like a several months <laughs> to focus on this particular album oh. to uh, to make a new sound new style kind of new new thing in mm. general and they made it you know you would so make they really a, immersed right. in making this album. Yeah, but making they're pretty it understandable, perfect. right? You yes. would make a, such a wonderful kind of leap, especially right. when you're under kind of extreme situation, circumstances. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, you were just like almost like forced to be in the in that kind of process. Yeah, like yeah. when actors, they get a role oh, and yeah, they yeah, would yeah. stay at a hotel yeah. just to yeah. be... Yeah. fully be in the character yeah exactly hmm. so that's how the song and the album came out hmm, and uh yeah no no there's no uh coincidence uh it was it just made a um instant chart topper and oh, yeah. uh, kind of Absolutely. game changer for a long time it was a very long time it was a big huge song yeah. not just on in that year but no until now. Yeah, until it's now. It's one of a mega K-pop right. Korean song, hit, yeah, kinda, hit song. Yeah, kind of era-defining. 
Oh, yeah. Or genre-defining song, for mm-hmm. sure. All right. What about the next song? Another game changer, I think. Uh, so uh, when I talked about Park Nam-jung, I, I said he, he might be the first kind of dance slasher singer, performer as a b-boy. But this guy <laughs> is actually a official godfather mm. or um, grandfather or great-great-grandfather or the... Uh, um, kind of true, uh, sort of like an originator uh, mm. of the genre Korean hip hop, which is Hyun Jin Young. Oh yeah. yeah, he was amazing dancer, but quite a different type of dancers comparing to um to Park Nam Jung. Park Nam Jung was more of an '80s b boy. Mm-hmm. Hyun Jin Young was true hip hopper. Mm. He grew up with um with his like. Dudes, mm-hmm. <laughs> his yeah. friends, a, a lot of African Americans and Latinos in the Itaewon area. Oh. So he he was it was just his part of part of culture, you know, his culture mm. was part of his culture. The hip hop, you know, baggy jeans and uh, the boombox and <laughs> a, you know MC Hammer, Bobby Brown, all those kind of old old school hip hop was already in his musical gene. It was already part of his lifestyle. Yeah, so it wasn't before, just a concept. Yeah, even before the uh, producer Isuman picked him picked him up at the uh, one of those like Itaewon nightclubs. <laughs> yeah, I, I, Isuman was so so amazing like a visionary, right? Mm. He saw him as a not just wonderful dancer but a um, game-changing performer and idol at Ooh, the same time. He had only, a good eye on people. Right. Only he's in uh in a, you know quite a good management and uh. training system. That's that's the uh, that's the idea, whole idea of K-pop system, mm. and the, that's the beginning of the legendary SM Entertainment. Oh, Hyun Jin Young. Yeah. I see. So he was never a team, but a solo artist. Well, he was part of the team, but at this time, it was not a really kind of trio or duo, mm. but it was more more like a. Him and and the guys. So <laughs> it was Hyun Jin Young and Wawa. Wawa. Yeah, original uh, the dance crews, duo, mm. duo dance crew. And uh, this dancing team, original dancing uh, dance, the, uh, the members of the dance crew Wawa was Kang Wolle and uh, Koo Jun Young, which is clone. Oh, yeah. Later. I know these, I, I yeah. know these names. And the second second phase, the, so the, se- the second members of the Wawa was Lee Hyun Do and Kim Seong Jae, which is Deuce. So I mean, it itself, Hyunjin Young Wawa, it itself is a is a whole whole individual history of Korean dance music, <laughs> and uh, and and this song was uh, was the uh, official beginning. Super Money King. So this was his first first song? single, first single, first single, oh. and uh, it was the kind of first legitimate kind of successful kind of sort of like um, you know realization or the kind of like a uh, uh, model of Korean um, New Jack Swing kind of mm. performance, you know, uh, very good Roger Rabbit dancing. And uh, because, I mean, that's how Isuman made this, uh, this artist. I mean, that was his original idea. So he, when he, Isuman was in the U.S., he saw a lot of different artists and uh, he just kind of instinct, instinctive. Uh, the instinctively, instinctively, what, what is that? What's the word? <laughs> it was his instinct to, that the the game has already changed. So it was the the time for dance slash performers, hmm. dancers slash performers, rather than the singers. So he just 
picked up the, the new dance style. Oh. Then he found the singers that would match that dance style. So it was Hyun Jin Young based mm. on this, his new idea of K-pop and idol music. So, and uh, the song turned out to be an amazing hit. And uh, it was such a sort of like the, um, um, they just paved the way for the coming, up, upcoming Soteju Idol and uh, all the other Korean dance craze. Right. Yeah. And I, I just recognized that all of the songs that you brought in today are dance songs. Yeah. Yeah. There, That's the there's thing. no ballad music today. No, They're all no. upbeat, a lot of drum beat, yeah. fun, upbeat songs. Yeah. Interesting. Well, shall we listen to the song sure, right sure. now? All right, it is Hyun Jin Young and his song, Sulpun Mannequin, Sad Mannequin. We just heard Hyun Jin Young and his song, Sulpun Mannequin, Sad Mannequin. All right. Sad Mannequin. Yes. I mean, quite uh, similar to the song we just heard, right? Kim By Kim Won Son, yeah. I mean, Mannequin. Ooh. You know, There's a resemblance. Yeah, similar mm-hmm. idea. The, 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 in the city, you know, loneliness, and uh, nobody's cares about the, the each other you know <laughs> they're just only kind of lonely individual right yeah these two songs definitely sound similar yeah sound similar and uh, also thematically mm-hmm. it's very similar you know in the in Piero no Uribogochi it's it talks about how you're lonely mm-hmm. in the city life every it seems that everybody's smiling that's why they call Piero mm-hmm. because they're all already you know oh, always like smiling putting on a poker yeah, face but is it is it really a uh, good smile or mm-hmm. are you really happy that that there was that, that's the idea that's the idea of the song mm-hmm. and Hyunjin Young's super mannequin is a kind of similar thing mm-hmm. you're in the club you know everybody's dancing you know it seems that people are just just so happy you know they were just always find, trying to find a new love, you know, new mm-hmm. relationship, and uh, just you know, spending money. Uh, mm. But is that it? Is the is the but what's that, really going? Yeah, is that the happiness that we're looking you. for mm-hmm. uh, that you want? Or is it just a Joker face? Yeah, that you have? yeah, the same same idea, same huh, thing. So interesting. Definitely, the song reflects the idea, kind of sort of like a zeitgeist at the mm. time. So the year of the 1989, 90... I think the Korean society started to um, sort of, sort of like, the, um, um, you know, worry about the, this new kind of culture, materialistic city, modern culture. You know, thinking about the, all the good things and bad things about the, the culture we're making. You know, yes. the young youngsters kind of new like a night 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 life and, mm-hmm. and those kind of thing. I mean, same thing, right? The old I think generation. it's something that we're still yeah, thinking thing, about. Exactly the same. Still thing. going through yeah. the same thing. Yeah. So probably that's another reason why these songs, like Piero, Mannequin, um, still kind of they're so yeah. beloved until yeah, this day. Yeah. Yeah. Re- very relevant. Even the next song that you have for us. Oh yeah. I can't wait to talk about this one. Oh yeah. This is the. I mean the real, real game changer. I mean, uh-huh. the, <laughs> they were Kim all Han-san, real game changers. Yeah, they're just but here comes so like the real paving one. <laughs> the way for the big one, right? Yes. And here comes the big one. <laughs> yeah, this is probably the biggest one. Biggest one, and uh, well, maybe biggest Sobang- one that um, the audience know yeah. about. Yeah. Right, right. The most beloved one and the most impactful one. I mean, if if you can say the Sobang Chai and other guys like Kim Han Seo, Hyun Jin Young changed the game of music, 
having sotaeji wai will just change the whole generation oh, wow. and the whole culture i believe yeah I yeah agree. it was not just music it was just not just change of the genre oh yeah it, it was, was change- their fashion yeah. how they w- wore their hat yeah Without taking out the tag yeah, yeah. and everything. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Why do I know that? I did exactly I the same thing. I don't did know. I, I'm so oh. Oh, shameful. <laughs> I don't know. Everybody was doing the same thing. Yeah, so. yeah. My, yeah. My, my, the, my, my jeans, they're usually... Everybody, they, they were all wearing baggy yeah, pants. My, my, my waist at the mm-hmm. time was 28, 29. Ooh. But I, I, I wore... Um, Oversized jeans. 35, 36. <laughs> yes. And yeah. wore belt. Yeah. Mm. I, I didn't really wear it. I, do, I was carrying it. <laughs> <laughs> carrying your pants yeah, around. Yeah, carrying my pants. Oh, wow. Always do go down Yeah, it was so, <laughs> so amazing. So funny. Um, yeah, so funny. Mm. <laughs> and, uh, and, and, and this song, it, yeah. was, it was all uh, his fault. Everything about the song. Yeah. The concept, the dance, and fashion and everything. Yeah. It was a statement. It mm. was a statement to claim the new era, new generation, new idea, new fashion. And uh and look at the title. It says I know. <laughs> Dan we I had know. never a, a, a you know kind of title like this. Mm-hmm. You know? The Kayo, the Korean pop music usually, you know, talks about I miss you. Right. You know, you you would mean, you know, something to me mm. and and the, the the society, the world we're living in and they the would, kind of thing. Say, I but don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it just says, I know. Mm, I know. It is I, not you. Uh-huh. It is I. Uh-huh. And I no, I, I know. just know. <laughs> <laughs> so it is definitely the reflection of the uh, philosophy of mm-hmm. uh, uh, the of the youngsters at the time, yeah. which is called Gen X, mm. which is me, by the way. Oh, yeah. we we are always so so um, loved ourselves. I don't know mm. as a as a as a new rebel, you know, yeah. uh, the generation <laughs> always against everything. Oh. It's like the you know James Dean or or other like a punk rock hmm. uh, you know aesthetic. Now I don't know what I'm talking about, but I'm against what what you what you call you know I'm against mm-hmm. everything mm-hmm. everything everything that my parents or uh, older generation established. Uh, and uh, and this song really changed yeah the culture yeah it allowed you to. To rebel, yeah. <laughs> just a, the song was just successfully pushed, uh-huh. pushed every youngsters, you know, to the sort of like a front line of the yeah. battle. That's why all the, the young people yeah. were crazy about the song. Yeah. Ooh, this song. <laughs> yeah, it was a wonderful song. I think. Um, well, the musically, it was just a really successful embodiment of New Jack Swing hip hop uh, music at, at at the time. Well, MC Hammer, you know, Milli Vanilli, uh, Run DMC, the the 80s hip-hop. So musically, it might not really that shocking, you know, uh, as we look back right now. 
But at the time, it was such a wonderful, it was such a sensational song. And, Absolutely. And, and the choreography as well, Lee Juno, Yang Yan Seok. Oh. They're from underground, and uh, they were one of the top dancers at the time. And uh, Seo Taeji, uh, the former bassist of legendary heavy metal group Shinawi, oh. all of a sudden cut his hair. <laughs> you know, became a young, dandy, nerdy boy with with glasses, mm. doing hip hop. You know, it's just this weird combination, right? Oh, yeah. Former heavy metal bassist with uh, short hair, glasses, mm-hmm. doing hip hop with two underground uh, b boys. Yeah, everybody loved Sotejua Idol, and many idols nowadays are also very inspired by them. Well, still, yeah. HOT was possible because of them. BTS definitely Mm -hmm. uh, modeled their style on uh, on Satejuwai's music and uh, especially that's kind of socially aware lyrics and attitude. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, so everything. everything. Yeah, their attitude was was a big surprise. It was shocking. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much for another fun trip back in time. See you next week. And we're going to say goodbye to Youngdae for today. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for being here. We're actually out of time. So I'll say goodbye to you with this song as well. Here is Nan Arayo, I Know by Sotejiwa Aidil. Thank you all so much for tuning in. Have a wonderful weekend and see you next week.